listening to Young PR Pros, episode 43. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Young PR Pros, a weekly podcast for the young and young at heart PR pros looking for tips and advice on how to build and advance their careers. I am Christine Simpson in Ottawa, Canada. And I'm Julia Kent, also in Ottawa. So today we thought we'd actually talk um, about Facebook privacy and uh, Facebook identity. Uh, this came from the Spin Sucks uh, blog. Uh, Julia actually stumbled upon this article. Did you want to just kind of introduce the article that you read on Jenny's blog? Sure. Um we have been seeing, a, you know, a flurry in the media recently about, um, you know, stolen online identities. Um, and, uh, you know, we all heard about the football player who had a fake girlfriend and, and all that sort of stuff, um, which, you know, on one hand is kind of ridiculous, but on the other hand, in that case, was pretty serious. Um, and uh, the lovely Ginny Dietrich shared on, on Spin Sucks, uh, her blog, um, a story that, that had happened to one of her um, friends, um, Amy Vernon. And if you go uh, find the blog post from January 30th, you'll understand what we're saying. But basically what happened was um, someone out there took um, her friend uh, Amy's pictures and created a another Facebook account under a different name um, using her pictures. And uh, you know, it's very, it's, it's, you can only imagine the plethora of problems that would cause. Um, you know, for example, someone could take my picture and, you know, add it to a, you know, white supremacy group and say that I, my <laughs> name was, um, you know, Sam Anderson, and I'm head of the white supremacy group for Ottawa. And well, in, in the blog post, Ginny actually mentions that this, um, you know, whatever this fake profile, uh, and the name was Melissa, likes, um, one of her likes included guns, racist groups, um, and subway. So fine, the subway's not that bad. But the fact that um, her pay or like her picture is associated with racist groups and and, you know, gun violence is not the greatest thing. So just to kind of show the severity of, you know, that getting your Facebook identity stolen or having, it's it's not just something, like it is something that's actually very serious. Mm-hmm. It's And it's weird. Like it's weird that there's people out there that are doing this for fun, but they exist because it's happening to more and more people. Yeah. I mean, it's just like spammers, right? It's it's one of those things where you you couldn't understand why there's someone sitting in their basement doing these kind of things, but they do them for the, all the wrong reasons, and it's just something that we have to, to look out for. Well, I mean, it, it, some of this is being done, you know, kind of as a prank, like, uh, you know, and can't be that harmful. Like, for example, this Amy person um, contacted Facebook, and it took them a little while to get back to her, because they probably get a lot of, um, you know, calls and complaints and issues. Um, and they eventually took it down after she proved, after Amy proved who she was and that this Melissa person was in fact stealing her photos. Um, however, it can get a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. We are in the day and age where we are exposing so much of ourselves on the internet yeah. that people have enough information to literally duplicate us. So, for example, common security question on 
you know, any online password retrieval or, you know, secret question for a website or an account you have is what's your mother's maiden name? Or what was the name of your first teacher? Or what was the name of your first pet? These are things that we are now, you know, un unintentionally mm -hmm. and innocently sharing on social media that can could be used by potential thieves um, to, you know, get our passwords. Yeah. Have access to our personal accounts, our money, um, our reputations. Uh, so we, it's it's where do we draw a line and how do you remind yourself constantly, oh, I can't mention my mother's maiden name or I, I probably shouldn't put up a picture of my car and my license plate. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's it's taking these kind of stories with a grain of salt, right? Yes, um, Facebook identity is um, and, and having your, your identity stolen through Facebook is a real issue and, and should be a concern. But whether or not that means that you have to go around and completely shut down your Facebook and completely, you know, run into your bedroom and hide under the sheets, is that's not necessarily the way to react to this. The way to react to this, and, and, and Ginny actually has in her uh, blog post um, a little section called called what to do. Um, and one of the things she says um, is just make sure that you go to review your settings. This is the most important part. Go Absolutely. to your Facebook. A lot of people don't know about Facebook's privacy privacy settings. And unfortunately, one of, you know, I see it as a fault of Facebook is the fact that they constantly change their Facebook, their their, their privacy settings, which makes they don't it... tell you. And then they don't tell you, yeah. Or they mention it somewhere randomly and then, you know, you only see it once you and you don't, you don't notice it. They don't make it very prominent. So one thing that you should get used to doing is whether it's on a monthly basis or as often as, as you can get to it, review your privacy settings and go through and see what you're actually sharing. Um, you can put a lot of information on Facebook. But nowadays with Facebook, you can actually choose which posts are public, which posts are only viewed by your friends, which posts are viewed by your friends and their friends. So you can actually be pretty smart about what you're sharing and what you're not sharing. So just make sure that you're an educated social media engager, that you know what is going on on Facebook, you know your privacy settings, and you're, edu and, and, and you're educated about it. Um, I actually wrote a blog post on, on my personal blog, christinesimpson.com, not too long ago, and I think it was actually in the fall where Facebook actually changed their privacy settings yet again. Um, so maybe I'll actually link to that in our blog post, just so that you can go back and, and, and and see what some of the recent changes are. But all you have to do, I mean, you, it, it doesn't, it, because, I mean, Facebook hasn't recently changed them in the past couple of weeks, but just go to your Facebook privacy settings and, and see exactly what you're allowing everyone to see um, and what kind of information is on you, on your account. So that's probably the, the first thing that, um, first, first very important thing that you should do. Yeah, and then also make sure that all your settings are set up for your friends only, unless you're specifically wanting to publicize something to the public. There are certain things on my Facebook um, and, you know, being uh, a co-host of Young PR Pros, there's certain things that I, that I do put on my Facebook that I want to make sure are indexed by Google because they're information for young professionals. So for those, I'm actually going to put public and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm just sharing information. But if I'm talking about, you know, my plans, especially when it comes to wedding planning, I try, sometimes I forget uh, to do it, but I try to make sure that it's it's viewable by only my friends so that this way, hopefully I don't have any random people show up to my wedding is basically what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so yeah, just, right. just being educated, I think, is the most important part uh, about 
you know, preventing this kind I of stuff. I agree. And if you are educated, these things are not really dangerous. No. If you're, if you're careful. I do want to um, bring up something else um, that I have always done, but I don't think many other people do. Um, it, it, and it's mentioned in the comment section after um, Ginny's blog post, but someone had commented and said, thanks, Ginny. I, you know, went in, reviewed my security settings, and then I found um, this part called my privacy settings, then I found this part called security, and it listed the locations via GPS where someone had logged into her Facebook account. And she identified um, people had logged into her Facebook account from Pennsylvania and in Cleveland, and she had never been to those cities. Wow. Areas. Um, So she was obviously quite upset. Um, But there is a way to track um, when people are logging in. If you choose, I think, the most extreme security setting and you check the box that says enable secure browsing, you actually get a text message every time someone logs into your your Facebook. No way. That's really cool. I do that, um, and, uh, and, and anyways, it's a pretty good tool. Now, you can also, I think, go even further that when you log in from an unidentified device, um, meaning when you log in from a new device, mm-hmm. like, like if I went to your house, Christine, and logged into my Facebook from your computer, mm-hmm. it would require me to have my cell phone with me and send me a code in order to log in. No way. I think yeah. that's an a great idea and uh, awesome, idea. awesome. It is yeah. until you go traveling in um, Ireland, like I did, and try to log into Facebook <laughs> and bring your cell phone and can't get in onto Facebook for the entire trip. <laughs> Maybe you don't have to be that severe. Maybe you don't have to go as far as where you have to get that code. I mean, that that is great. And if you have the option of being able to do that, and if you always have your cell phone with you, great. But even just double checking to see where people are logging in from, because if you say you didn't go to Ireland and you started noticing someone logging in from Ireland, well, then that would probably be an indication that you should be changing your password. And you probably should mention to Facebook that someone's actually trying to hack your account. So uh, I think, you know, even just that is is just another aspect of of being an educated um, social media or Facebook user. Yeah, and I mean, just enable secure browsing. I think that's probably the, uh, you know, especially with public computers, you never know. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, I've been at people's houses and they've, uh, you know, called me a week later and said, hey, I just turned on my computer and your Facebook was open. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Log out, but it's it's that easy. I, and you know what? I'm so bad for that in the sense where I try to remember to log out, but when I'm on my work computer or when I'm on my home computer or anywhere at home, I just kind of leave things logged uh, logged in, right? Because I, I don't. If your computer was stolen. Yeah, what if my computer's stolen? But it. It, it, it has happened where um, even on my tablet, I keep everything logged in, right? And I, I don't want to go through the, the hassle of re-logging in, but I've had it where, where my friends have said, oh, you know, can, can I borrow your tablet to check something? And right away, it's, it's my Facebook profile. Everything's there. And they technically have access. You have to have a password. So, you know, I've had, you know, really upsetting incidents with friends where they've lost their iPhone downtown and they didn't have a password and then someone's posting pictures that they wouldn't want posted directly to their Facebook because they can. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, you just, you know, sometimes it seems like we're all getting a little paranoid, 
but then there's some things that are just plain smart. Uh, yeah, I think it, it's it's the whole being an educated social media user. That's the key. It's not being paranoid. And like I said, you don't have to shut everything down and run in your bedroom, lock the doors and sit there. You know, this is just about being educated and knowing what is out there. And the same thing happened when email first came out. You know, we never stopped using email because there was spammers. <laughs> we just realized that we had to be educated and we had to make sure that we were careful on what we opened from email and what we clicked on, you know, it's just, it's something that we adapt with time. And now that Facebook is very popular and it's been popular for a very long time, it's inevitable that there's going to be people around the world that are going to start using the tool for, for negative purposes. And, you know, we just have to be educated and grow with the tool as it goes. So... But I think that brings our episode to a close. So if anyone have any, if anyone has any questions um, about this, definitely go to uh, spinsucks.com. Uh, we'll actually link to Ginny uh, Dietrich's uh, blog post about this. She also has a whole section about uh, called More on Photo Theft. And basically, it's just following seven things you must do to protect yourself. So just a, a little bit more um, going in-depth on how to protect yourself uh, and uh, yeah, if you have any other questions, feel free to, to connect with us. Uh, you can catch us um, on Facebook, on uh, Google+, Pinterest, LinkedIn, pretty much everywhere on the social web, <laughs> um, or on Twitter at YoungPRPros, at Christine Simpson, and at Kim Julia. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.